0: What has Tampa done, you may ask? Well, I'm glad I'm glad you boys asked. All they've done is eight and three in their first two rounds, they beat the Hurricanes, and they've beat uh they beat the Hurricanes and they also beat <laughs> Fuck I'm not they beat, I'm not editing that out. <laughs> they they beat the Carolina Panthers Florida Panthers. and the Carolina Hurricanes. They've lo- Thank you. How do you say
1: Simple that words, Mr. impossible Michaels, to know. Back up the Brinks Who you betting on? Always on black, fast stats
0: in the pocket hole, squad. fast packs. See the bookie, tell them bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the bag. West West coast. West coast. West
1: coast. West West coast, 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 coast,
2: coast Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crookson Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, the best gambling podcast this side of the Mississippi, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and we are here once again giving you... Uh, a segment that has won our hearts and won our listener hearts over, the Friday Five. Five bets from each of the hosts you are hearing today, and we are hot, folks. Myself, I'm the worst gambler on this show, and I'm still 2-2 two and two with one pending. Keep it going, Joel Embiid in Philly. Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, for the first time in a Friday Five, went 3-2. and two. That's a winning record, folks. And Schaefer the Sharp went from 5-0 and zero to 3-1 and one with a caveat, an asterisk next to that one, and still has one pending with those Brooklyn Nets. Schaefer the Sharp has his shades on. He's ready for the summer. He is a hot, hot, hot gambler right now. Tell us what happened with that one loss, though, because I know it's a war story for
0: you. Well, boys, Sunday at the Memorial Jacks Tournament, we got Colin Morikawa, who I affectionately nicknamed Kawa. And, you know, he's grinding his ass off against the Mr. Patrick Cantlay, who... Guys, if you watch the tournament, is there, is there a lamer golfer in golf than Patrick Cantlay? Guy hits a big putt, looks like this. Mm, mm. This is lame little fist pump. I mean, here's the thing, boys. That'll look great on the
1: on the audio recording of the podcast. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Dangles. Here's the thing.
0: It was pouring down rain. They were going to call the siren, do a little 15-minute delay. It's called a pocket in the Midwest. It's just a little pocket of rain. It's going to clear out. There's pockets of rain. Colin Morikawa inexplicably attempts to chip... A shot deep in the rough, comes up fat, leaves about 12 feet for his par. Patrick Cantley correctly pauses, waits the siren, lets the weather clear, places his ball, knocks the birdie putt in. Uh, Morikawa actually made the par putt, but at that point it was a lost cause. Kawa had a chance to force a second playoff hole. Couldn't do it. But if you remember, boys, you can vouch for this. I told you, we're going 400 for the winner, but sprinkle something on the top 10, top 5. If you did that, you would have cashed. An L's an L, though. Tough loss, but uh, pretty close, boys. Pretty close. Right around the rim there. Well, I'm excited for you,
2: Drew. You're still very hot. 3-1 after a 5-0 with one pending. Dangles went 3-2. And and Dangles, are you excited for another Friday 5? Ready to dive into this world of sports betting once again.
1: Oh, absolutely, because we have the UEFA Euro 2020 championships coming up, and I am so excited. I think I have all but one bet. All but one bet Don't involves do... the Euros. Fuck. Pretty much Fuck. all but one bet involves the Euros. How can you bet? There's nothing else to do. I looked. I tried to find Jagals. something in basketball. I tried to find bet. something in hockey. I tried to find something that I liked, but I could not find anything other than some of these really great futures and specials and a couple Fuck. player props on the Euro tournament. So I'm going to have was a Going to be
2: my bit dangles. This is how we don't go over the show before we do the show. I'm doing all five bets in the Euros. I'm so excited for this tournament to begin. And we have actually, speaking of upcoming shows, we'll be talking about Euros when it comes to the qualifying rounds and the knockout rounds. But we're going to have a U.S. Open show coming next week on Monday that is going to be straight fire. We've kicked ass with the two majors in golf already, and we have another one coming up on Monday. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. But first, we got to get to the weekend. But before we get there, folks, Biggest story of the week, and it involves our home sport, the sport of the pigskin, the sport of the NFL. Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan. Unbelievable trade, a second and a fourth to get one of the best wide receivers of his generation. Now it's A.J. Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, and the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL, Ryan Tannehill. I cannot wait to see this offense on the field. Drew. You gave out these numbers a few weeks ago on where would Julio land. Tennessee, I believe, was the second or the third favorite in that world. Dangles, your Patriots were the favorite. You don't have Julio on your team. Let me get the two takes on Julio being a Tennessee Titan. Do you like it? Do you not like it?
0: Guys, Julio Jones, 33 years old. On the downside of his career, A.J. Brown a proven number one. I'm curious to see the ball distribution here between the two. Is Julio still the alpha male number one, or is he going to kind of take a secondary role next to A.J. Brown? We know that A.J. Brown loves Julio rocking his jersey in warm-ups. I think this is a slam-dunk move for the Titans at worst, giving up a couple two, you know, two mediocre draft picks for at worst a one-year rental, but they're seriously going for it this year. We saw, we saw on Twitter today him doing the cone drills, all the Titans fans getting fired up. I think it's a great move for the Titans. Julio looks great in a Titans uniform. Slam-dunk move, and I think, honestly, for the Falcons – To extract a little bit of value there, he's leaving anyway. Good for the Falcons. I think it's a good trade for both parties.
2: I mean, I can't wait to see A.J. Brown, how productive he's going to be. Because Corey Davis was a good wide receiver. He wasn't drawing double teams or drawing the the ire of the defense. Julio Jones, you need to pay attention to. It's only going to make A.J. Brown more open. Dangles, he's not in a Patriots jersey. You're still Nelson, Aguilar, or a bust. What do you think about Julio (laughs) in Tennessee?
1: Well, I mean, hell, who wouldn't love to see Julio on their team, right? Of course, I'm bummed in that aspect that he didn't end up as, as wide receiver one on the Patriots. But look, I love Coach Frable, former Patriot, obviously. I love watching the Titans there. A lot of fun. You you know, you know, just brought up a great point, Tony, which is that how terrifying is this offense now? What do you do about covering Derrick Henry? What do you do about covering A.J. Brown? And what do you do about covering Julio Jones? They don't have much going on for them at tight end. I think their starter now is who Anthony Furkser is yeah. his name. Uh, so they don't really, I don't know if they have much else going on in in that realm, but they have a good offensive line. This is going to be a very, very scary team to watch, uh, going offensively. forward. offensively for sure. Defensively. I think there are still a lot of questions here. And look, I think after all these years and, uh, what a consummate professional who professional Julio has been his whole career. He's stayed out of trouble off of the field. He's restructured his contract a couple of times. He's, you know, put his body on the line for the Atlanta Falcons, he deserves this. He's earned this. And I don't think anybody should, I, I don't think anyone should have any, you know, bad feelings towards Julio. Hopefully there's not any bad blood, even though it was a little uh, dramatic, I guess, kind of the way that it, things ended uh, in, in, in Atlanta with him asking for the request. Then of course the, uh, the live phone call that Shannon Sharp uh, made uh, where Crazy. he basically just said, I, where he, said I want it which is one of the wilder things I've seen recently crazy uh in in broadcast media um but I, I love it I can't wait to see him in in, uh, in Nashville I'm sure they're they're stoked to see him down there and uh, hey your
0: your buddy uh your buddy Hurd must be pumped about getting him for sure there uh Drew he is fired up He was the first one to text me actually when the news broke and let this be a lesson to uh players that want trades my my boy my ex-man Matthew Stafford Julio Jones consummate pros going about this guys really kind of dictating where they want to go but really, really handled it the right way, and you got to tip your cap to two seasoned veterans that wanted to change the scenery. They got the change of scenery, and I think they're going. They're both going to be very motivated to perform for their new teams. I can't wait to see them in action.
2: It's crazy how different the world is when it comes to a quarterback wanting out of the world When it comes or versus a wide receiver wanting out of the world. You don't hear ESPN talking about their talking heads going, how could Atlanta let this happen? They drafted Calvin Ridley as his replacement, and they didn't tell Julio Jones beforehand. I can't believe this is happening. Atlanta's one of the worst run franchises in the league, blah, blah, blah. Uh, an angry Green Bay fan just venting over here. Dangles, you got something to say?
1: Well, I was just going to ask you what, sort of where you think this leaves the Atlanta Falcons and what this sets them up to do next season. You obviously lose the, the, you know, one of the best receivers your franchise has, has ever seen up there You know with, with guys like Brian Finneran.
2: It puts a lot of pressure on their first-round pick, Kyle Pitts, and the GM better have gotten that correct. That's it because if Kyle Pitts moves yes. in and replaces Julio Jones he's not going to be Julio Jones yet that's an impossible task. Calvin Ridley's a number 1. He's absolutely a productive wide receiver. Matt Ryan can still get it done. But if Kyle Pitts is anything close to a bust, that team's in trouble. If Kyle Pitts steps up and is like, "Don't worry, I got this," Atlanta's going to be fine. You can replace a Julio Jones. You can replace a Calvin Johnson in Detroit. You can replace those players as great as they are with formulas and and just uh, and scheming. What you can't replace is an Aaron Rodgers, and I'm still worried that Green Bay might not have him next year. But, Drew, if you're ready, I'm going to go to you again. Bo Burnham's no longer outside. He's inside. Let's get the name of whatever you're going to talk about right today. <laughs> what is the 60-second media review from Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crixton?
0: I love it, Tony. You just you, I didn't know we were going right at the segment. i get—I got to get my stopwatch ready. I take the 60 seconds very seriously. Here we go. Count me down. three, two. One, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we are going back to Apple TV. We're gonna to go to a mini series called Lizzie's Story. And I don't even know if, if I if I pronounce that correctly. I, I'm a Julianne Moore fan. I love Julianne Moore. I love Clive Owen. I love Dane De I love Jennifer Jason Lee. This movie this series was adapted by a Stephen King novel. You know it could be more scarier than reading a Stephen King book? Getting through the first episode of this fucking show. Oh, my God. Horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I was immediately angry the first time I watched it. How do you have one of the best actresses in modern history, Julianne Moore, walk around with a bunch of scared looks on her face, lip quivering, crying all the time, swearing? This is Julianne Moore in Magnolia. This is Julianne Moore in The Others. What is going on? Horrible, horrible film. Sharp knife scale. Lizzie's Story, Licey's Story, whatever the hell you want to call it, Apple TV, I'm giving this a half a knife, a half of knife, just because it has my girl Julianne Moore. Apple TV, half a knife, Licey's Story, Lizzie's Story, whatever the hell you want to call it, don't waste your time. Shave of the Sharp. Not no. even a wow. full
1: knife. That hurts.
0: That I, is, I won't that waste is, uh, my time
2: because this is the first and probably last I'll hear of that miniseries. I, I, okay, I will stay away. Half a knife indeed. Dangles, I do think me and you are going to have to start jumping into this media review thing. We can't let Shave of the Sharp take all the fun.
1: No, he's getting all of the spotlight and all all of the uh, all of the credit. Uh, we'll have to figure out something uh, something new. So I did I did. Speaking of your buddy Hurt, I did happen to stumble across uh, his wife in John Mayer's new music video the other day. Yes. he's got his Uh-oh. he's got a new song out, new album out. a um, new, new album called Sob Rock, and his, his that's, song that's Last Train Home. She She's uh she's got some vocals in it. I that's was, not good, guys. Hey, hers you, doing just fine. You don't fine, let your girl alone with John Mayer.
0: Well, listen, you know heard actually listens a, a friend of the program i avid listener in the show took the 60 second media review on the bo burnham and guess what him and his grammy award winning wife were doing that night watching bo burnham texted me the whole time thank you very much listen to the knife scale ladies and gentlemen it works let's move on to the friday five it's
2: time to get some bets on the board dub c Dove to the, the g. g west coast, west coast gamblers, gamblers. gamblers. All right, boys. It's time for the Friday Five. Five bets from each of the hosts. Schaefer for the sharp is hot. Dangles is a winner. I'm five hundred right now, but we are going. We're going to a sport that I love, and I can't wait to talk about. But Dangles, you are first. You're going to lead us off. You are the novice. Let's hear your first bet of the Friday Five. Again, our last bet being. The back of the Bring Struck bet of the week. What's your first bet for the weekend?
1: All right, first bet of the weekend. I am going to the Suns and the Denver Nuggets. This is on Friday evening. I'm taking the Suns money line. Yes, I know this game is in Denver. I think there's a little more hype on the Denver Nuggets for this game because Jokic just won the MVP. I think the Suns are the far superior team. I don't think that I don't think that the Denver Nuggets can can run with the Deep Suns. Devin Booker is a madman right now. He is on the war path. I love the way this kid this kid is playing. He's uh, propelling me to victory in our in our fantasy playoff basketball challenge, Tony. And I'm loving every minute of it uh, because I don't know how much longer Giannis is for this world, unfortunately, because I did have plus 300. I did take plus 300 for the Bucs to win the East. I really I really like this team, but the Nets are just whooping on them. But I'm going Suns money line uh, in Denver, plus 104 uh, for the first one.
2: Love it. Love it. of the Sharp does have the uh, Nets to beat the Bucks as one of his Friday five bets from last week. What do you want, Drew? You're making Uh Well,
0: no, I, I, I just, I just wanted you to kick it to me, uh, uh, Tony Squares. Thank you for being a great and a very observant host. Because dangles, we're cross firing, buddy. My first bet circled on the Friday Five is Denver minus two tomorrow night. Wow. Come on. Come on, the Joker getting the MVP, big ceremony. They have to have this game to make it a series. Zero chance they're losing game three at home. Denver Nuggets, minus two. That means we're betting a beer dangles. It's a crossfire. I'm taking the Nuggets, minus two on Friday night.
2: Clearly, Schaefer the Sharp never waited for his brother to open up his Christmas present before he dove in because there was an (laughs) order to this show. And Schaefer the Sharp was supposed to go last on these bets. He could have waited to crossfire, but he had to jump right in there. Instead, you delayed the debut of a new Tony Squares character. Because we've had Tony tires, we've had Tony top shelf, but this week, it's all about, as Dangle said earlier, the European championships in soccer. The second best tournament in soccer next to the World Cup. The best teams in Europe, the best countries in Europe are battling to be the number one European champion. The defending champion is Portugal. And we are going. All five Tony bets are further euros for this Friday Five extravaganza. And thus debuts... Tony, Twinkletoes, I'm excited for this. And the first bet is in the first game because Viva La Azzurri. The best national anthem that you're going to hear out of all the national anthems is the Italian national anthem. And they open up on Friday. If you're listening to this on Friday, it's probably already kicked off, but I'm going to give you the bet anyway. Italy is playing Turkey. All three of Italy's group stage games are in Rome. Italy is going to run through this group of Turkey, Wales, and the Switzerland's. Italy to win the first game against Turkey. Minus 200. Easy. Book it. Dano. That's my first bet of the Friday Five. Dangles, I know you got Euro bets as well. Your second bet.
1: I do, and I, I, it's not my bet, but I would even encourage, if anybody's considering doing that, I think that's a pretty safe group. You can go ahead. The the For them to uh, win that group, minus 185, I've yeah. seen it. You might as well put some money down on that. All three I, of
2: their games are in
1: Rome. I, I really don't see anybody else in that group making, uh, making any no. noise. Yeah. No. Uh, whatsoever. Uh, all right. No. I'm going to go. I'm going to start off with a um, I'm going to start off with a bit of a a, a special uh, prop here for the tournament. And that's going to be the <laughs> the under on own goals, which is three and a half. I just don't <laughs> think there are going to be a lot of own goals. It's at plus 100. Why not? Who's kicking the ball into their own net? I know there are a lot of games. You got the you got the round. Robin Drew is left. Why is he Why is he out of here? All right. Well, look. the, the point of the podcast is to make you money. I think there's good value here. Three and a half own goals under. It doesn't make sense. Like, there's are, are own goals that common in soccer. No, they're not. That's why I'm betting under. The big net. There's a lot
2: of games. You like North Macedonia's one of these teams. You got Finland, the 54th ranked team in the net. There's not there's a handful of shitty teams. I just want to make sure there's not another zero on those odds, Dangles.
1: I said plus one hundred. <laughs> I promise.
2: All right. Even money. Even plus money to 100. have under under three and a half own goals. I like it, Dangles. I do like it. My second bet in the Euro Championship. We're going to group B. This is led by the number one team in FIFA World Rankings, Belgium as well as Denmark, who's number 10. Finland, as we said, the 54th, and Russia, the 38th. Russia, watch out for them, by the way. They get to play two of their group games at home in St. Petersburg. But you know the team that gets to play all three at their own home? In Copenhagen, that's Denmark. And Christian Eriksen, one of the best strikers in the world. And their first game is against Finland, who, again, is the 54th-ranked team, according to FIFA. And my second bet... Is not just for Denmark to win that game, but instead for Denmark, a team that has scored 14 goals in their last three games combined to have over two and a half goals at plus 210. Again, 14 goals in three games for Denmark leading up to this competition. They're playing the second worst team in the competition at home. Opening game over two and a half goals at plus 210 for Christian Eriksson in Denmark. That is bet number two for Tony Squares. Excuse me, for Tony Twinkletoes. Shea for the Sharp, what do you got?
0: Guys, I love all the soccer action. Uh, I wish I could join you. I just. Football. Thank you. Thank you, Tony, for correcting me. I, God forbid I call it the wrong name. Thank you. Actually, uh, uh, football. It's, it's football, actually. Football. <laughs> football in Hawaii. Hawaii and football. And so, uh, you know, I wish I could get involved in this. I just, all I can do is trust you guys, which I'm not sure if that's going to be good or not. But I love the own goal bet dangles. I really love that. Um, but guys, you know where I feel comfortable. What do I have on? I have sunglasses, put some sand tan lotion. I'm going back to the sand trap. Schaefer, the sand trap. We are prepping for a massive, I'm talking a massive U.S. Open show. Have a great guest lined up. Very excited about that. But this is a warm-up tournament for the U.S. Open next week. It's the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. Our boy, Brooks Koepka, what does he do? All he does is compete well in majors. What did he do today? After the first round, shot a very underwhelming one over. I believe, I believe, after he missed the cut, in the, uh, he missed the cut the tournament before, the PGA championship. I believe Brooks Kepka will go out tomorrow. And typical as his attitude and personality, not given F. You can get Keith Mitchell at plus 145. Better score. Tie is a win. Keith Mitchell in a matchup over Brooks Kepka, who I fully expect to miss the cut tomorrow, trying out stuff. He's going to try to go low early. He makes a couple of bogeys. He's going to mail it in, get to Torrey Pines early, start prepping for the U.S. Open. I'm going to play a Friday matchup. 18 hole matchup. Keith Mitchell plus 145 over Brooks Kepka. Book it.
2: Wow. Brooks Koepka, can't wait to talk about him come Monday again. Monday, our U.S. Open special is coming out on Monday. Dangles your third bet of the Friday five.
1: All right, yeah, we're sticking with the Euros, guys. Uh, here, I, uh, I love I love this bet. The the Germans, Tony, another team in their group yep. that are playing all of their games at home yep. in Germany in Munich. They yep. are plus one sixty five to win their group, and I'm taking them to win their group. The Germans oh, that's are tough always strong. I know it's, a, this is the, this is the toughest group that there is out there. And we're going to come back to this group, not for a team, but for a player later on group F France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary, Portugal, the defending champions. France is always good. One of the best players in the world with Keelan Mbappe. And of course, Portugal, um, def, uh, or we mentioned defending, cham- uh, defending champs, having Cristiano Ronaldo, the Germans, uh, have a young team. I think Thomas Muller is still playing in this yes, he uh, is. World, world cup hero from a few years ago, getting up there. Uh, but I'm taking Germany to win this group at plus, uh, 165. Although I I love Portugal to potentially win this group at plus 300. If you're feeling really saucy, but I'm gonna That's go with tough. the Germans here to win this group. That's tough, Dangles,
2: and poor Hungary just thrown into this group of death here. But Portugal, the defending Euro champions, France and Germany, the past two World Cup champions. This is the famous German coach's last stand. This is the last tournament he will coach the German side. So they're going to be going all out for him. I like that bet, but again, if they were in any other group, I'd give it to you. That's a tough one with France and Portugal. Again, number two, number three, and number five in the FIFA World Rankings. My bet's not going there yet. That's my Brinks truck bet is in that group, though. Instead, we're not going to Group C either with Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, North Macedonia because that group is up in the air, have no idea what's going to happen with that group, even though Netherlands, all three games at home for them. Instead, we're going to England's group, Group D. England gets to play all three home games in Wembley Stadium. There's Croatia, who knocked England out of last time they played in the Euros, Croatia beat England on the way to, to, to lose in the final. There's also Scotland and the Czech Republic. Scotland, though, gets to play two of their games in Glasgow and the other one in Wembley, where they will have a lot of fans in that stadium as well. And Scotland to make the knockout rounds. Now, unlike the World Cup, you don't need to become in the top two to make the knockout rounds. Instead, you're going to have all the top two teams in these groups and four of the teams that finish third are going to make the knockout rounds. Scotland, to make the knockout rounds, yes, is plus 110. I think with having two of those home games, I think Croatia's on the downswing and I don't like the Czech Republic at all. I think Scotland can do enough to maybe come in second but definitely be one of the top four third-place teams to move on to the knockout rounds. Scotland, to make the knockout rounds at plus 110, is my third bet. Schaefer the Sharp.
0: Boys, Schaefer the Sand Trap's going to stay right at the Congaree. We're going to go, my boy, Jonathan Vegas. Now, many have not heard of him. He's been a pro since 2008, a product of the University of Texas, a Venezuelan 6'3", 230 pounds, and he is a striker of the golf ball. Six birdies and one eagle today. Did have three bogeys. However, this is a weak field this week with a lot of players taking the week off to prep for that U.S. Open. He's sitting right now alone in sixth at five under. I expect him to continue to birdie hunt on this soft course in a soft field. I love him. Don't like him. I love him for a top 10 this week, plus 150. Jonathan Vegas, who has a career, 23 top 10s, make it 24 this week. We're going to go Jonathan Vegas, top 10 at plus 150. 1-5-0. One five zero.
2: 5 Diggity dangles, bet number four in the Friday Five.
0: All right, bet number four, sticking with the Euros. Uh,
1: guys, there's one player who is just above and beyond a better goal scorer than everyone else in this tournament, and that's Cristiano Ronaldo. He mm. continues to score at a high pace even as he gets up there in age. Uh, he had, uh, I think, almost 30 goals with Juventus this year, um, and I love him as the top goal scorer in this tournament to win mm. the Golden Boot Plus thirteen hundred. He's not the top. He's not even the top uh, bet. That's Roma, uh, Romano Lukaku uh, for Belgium, I believe. Yeah. Um, and and Kylian Mbappe is also up there at plus eleven hundred. I saw him, but I'm taking. Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, the best football player in the world, top goal scorer, plus thirteen hundred.
2: Ah, that's a lot. You'd need to have Portugal make a run, though. You can't have them eliminated early and him win that bet. But I they're do the like defending the odds.
1: champions. They have still have a very good team uh, uh, that they brought in here, and a, and a, a good management as well. I, b- I believe so. Uh, I, I'm, I'm hyped on this team. I think they do get out of their group. Uh, and hey, they're the defending champs. You gotta you gotta beat the best to be the best. There you go. I just
0: and hope I... he's hydrated for all the sex he might have there, Dangles. A lot of sex. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully so. Lots of lots of you get to do that when you're CR7. That's true.
2: That's his nickname. speed I didn't know that. CR7 plus whatever it was to be the golden boot winner at the Euros. I'm going to the Euros as well. Tony Twinkle Toes for his fourth bet. We're ho- heading into Group E here. This is Spain's group. Spain is always a very good team. They're the sixth-ranked team in FIFA, but but they have some problems. Their captain caught COVID. And he's not going to take part in these opening round games. In fact, they're still getting positive tests from this close contact with COVID for Spain. They have not been able to practice together or even see each other. Remained in quarantine leading up to their opening game against Sweden. Now, Sweden's one of my favorite teams to watch in these, mostly because of Latan Ibrahimović, except Ibrahimović will not be participating in the Euros due to injury. That being said, like Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo, all these kids growing up in Sweden got to see the talisman, got to see their hero, got to make soccer that much more popular in their country and have now grown to become great players themselves. Sweden, the number 18th and rising team in FIFA, is coming to this ready to play and ready to take the load off of Ibrahimović's shoulders into the next generation of Swedish footballers. I am excited for Sweden in this tournament. I definitely think they're going to be moving on, but playing Spain, a weakened Spain, in their first game, yes, it's going to be in Seville, but I like Sweden to play in this game and play them hard. I don't know who wins, but one of my favorite bets to make when it comes to soccer is the both teams to score bet. Both teams to score Sweden versus Spain is plus 160 in this game. That is what I'm taking. Yes, both teams to score Sweden and Spain. Let's go Swedes. Schaefer for the
0: sharp. Boys, people often ask me, Shay for the sharp, how do you and when do you bet a future ticket on a team to win the championship? How and when, Shay for the sharp? Please tell me. I often say, it's hard. It's hard to take a pre-flop team to win a championship in their respective leagues. So much stuff that can happen. Trades, injuries, coaching changes. However, I've had this I've had my eye on this team for some time. Even in preseason at 6 to 1 when they acquired a certain player when the odds dropped, but boys, I'm here to tell you. I have the receipts. I made a bet. I made a futures bet to win a league championship this week. I'm verifying my odds right now to make sure I have it correct. Drum roll, please. It is correct. It's correct. We are recording at an undisclosed hour. We're doing (laughs) it for the people, okay? So right now, we do not know what the... (laughs) So right now, we do not know what the series result will be. However, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. The Brooklyn Nets will win the NBA championship. I made this bet knowing... Not even expecting James Harden to return. If yeah. You watch them the first two games; they are so much better yeah. than anyone else. You got Embiid potentially with 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 injury uh, with injury problems. Now that LeBron AD is officially out, yeah. I don't really see anyone in the West. I got the Brooklyn Nets. I couldn't believe it to win the NBA championship after Game Two when they were up two nothing. Remember that first minus one eighteen bet in the Bucks series. Win Game One, win the series. That's still in play. I have a ticket, the Brooklyn Nets to win the NBA championship plus. 120. I love the plus Ugh. money there. I th- I think they get to the finals. What an awful lot. And I think, yeah. Well, Tony, listen, listen. I made I made that bet strategically when I know Shave of the Sharp knows they're gonna win it. That's when I make the bet. I couldn't make it before. I'm not gonna make it after. I had the plus money. I'm doing it. I know you could have got them at six to one. You could have got them this and that. I don't care. Brooklyn Nets to win the NBA championship plus one twenty. Book
2: it. I think Schaefer's going against his own logic here he's the one that always tells us don't bet the future but rather play the the parlay that just keeps growing in each game okay we're gonna take it plus 120 for the Nets he to must win really seven be confident about this seven or yeah, eight next Nets, game. This,
1: this Nets team hopefully they can keep rolling the way that they have been
2: I hope they fall apart but that's just me the the angry Boston fan but again they're, they're the best team. There's no doubt that they are the best team. Plus 120 to win it all. Let's go to our backup, the Brinks truck. Bet of the week. Dangles, I know you're going Euros. I am as well. Mine is a guarantee. Mine is, I'm almost afraid to say it for how much <laughs> money we should put on it. But Dangles, you go first.
1: All right. France uh, is an excellent excellent football club. Excellent. They have defending World Cup champions. champions. They have a very good manager. Their goalie is a little bit of a, 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 you know, a joker, a a variable potentially, Hugo Uris. But they have three incredible scorers up front and Antoine Griezmann, Kylian Mbappe, and Olivier Giroud. They have a very good midfield. They have good defenders. This team is built to cruise in this tournament. I did take Germany to win their group. I think Germany comes out strong yep. and takes advantage of the home field. But France is built to go the distance. They are like wow. essential quality at the Belmont Stakes. They can run go. the Tying mile and a half. So I'm taking France, not to win it all, but to finish in the top four at plus Ooh. 135. This is almost guaranteed money, I feel like. It's plus money for them to finish in the top four. They don't have to win at all. This team can make a run. They're in a tough group, uh, but they will be good. They will be competitive. France to finish in the top four in Euro 2020, uh, plus 135. That is the back-up-the-brink-struck bet from Dangles.
2: Unbelievable, Dangles. I'm sticking in that group as well. I'm sticking with the Euros. Tony Twinkle Toes is also going with his Brink-struck bet on the defending World Cup champions, Les Bleus. We are going to the group of death, Group F. That's Hungary. So sorry you're here, Hungary. At least you get to play two of your games in Budapest. Portugal, France, and Germany, all three games in Munich for Germany. I love this group. A lot of fun games, including the opening game between France and Germany. Can't wait to watch it play out. I don't know who's going to win the group. I don't know who's going to qualify, who's going to not qualify. I have no idea. I don't know if Cristiano Ronaldo is going to score most goals in the world. Who knows? But what I do know is this. under On DraftKings, under Team Specials France, you can go there right now, and at minus 160— you can say, again, Dangles, who was the best player on that French team? Mr. Kylian Mbappe, the man who won the Ballon d'Or in the World Cup as an 18-year-old. He's now 22 and ready to take over the world once again. And also, you did not mention a man by the name of Kareem Benzema, another superior yes. premium ball striker, premium shape of the sharp.
1: ball striker from, from my beloved Real Madrid.
2: Kareem Benzema and Kylian Mbappe together to score over three and a half goals is minus 160. That's in the whole tournament. Again, Kylian Mbappe is the third favorite to have the most goals in the entire tournament. And we're adding Kareem Benzema to this list, putting them together, tying a bow around them, and saying they will score over three and a half goals in the entirety of the tournament at minus 160. Guys, this could be done before the group stages yes, is over. Yes, could. Kylian Mbappe <laughs> and Kareem Benzema are... Over three and a half goals for the tournament at minus 160. Back up the
1: motherfucking
2: Brinks truck. I love it.
1: Shave I love it. Shark. I'm probably going to tell you on that because that's a that's a great bet. And
0: you're you're right. It could be done before we... It could be done in the first game. <laughs> it's a gimme. I love it, Tony. I love the passion. But are you ready to get passionate about a sport? I have yet to bet on this podcast. Oh, And would you believe... You're not going to bet on golf?
2: I can't believe he's not giving out a golf bet that our listeners can't make by the time they hear this episode.
0: (laughs) I am betting another, not one, but another future ticket. And not only am I betting a future ticket, I'm betting on a sport I've yet to place a bet in the long history of this program. And not only am I betting a future ticket for a champion, I am betting on a defending champion. I am going to the Stanley Cup. I'm gonna crossfire you on this. Go Cup. for it. Good, good. We just saw, we just saw the Tony's mighty Boston Bruins take a dive against the New York Islanders, and boy, was that series emotional. Six hard fought games. The Islanders look tanked. Now they have to play the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. That series price is minus two twenty five. What has Tampa done? You may ask. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you boys asked. All they've done is 8 and 3 in their first two rounds, they beat the Hurricanes and they've beat uh, th- they beat the Hurricanes and they also beat... <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm not they beat- I'm not editing that out. <laughs> they they beat the Carolina Panthers, Florida Panthers and the Carolina Hurricanes. They've lo- Thank you. They have beat these two teams by a combined eight wins to three losses. Two of the losses, two of the losses, uh-huh. guys, came in overtime. And none of this was at the luxury of their home ice. On the other side of the bracket, we're, we're, it's, it's, it's a collision course for the Vegas Knights to play the the Colorado Avalanche, the two best teams in the league. They're going to beat each other up on the other side of the bracket. The Islanders are going to roll over for Tampa Bay. And guess what? Tampa Bay won the COVID Cup, which zero. I'm telling you, zero people zero. watched. I'm talking zero people. And Tampa Bay could potentially play to defend the Stanley Cup in Florida. And we know COVID does not exist in Florida. So by the time that that cup gets back to their home ice in game three of the Stanley Cup finals, that place is going to be rocking. Tampa Bay Lightning to win the Stanley Cup plus 175. Back up the Brinks truck. I love it. Uh, Let's Drew- go. Lightning
1: Schaefer the, and, Drew, and, and uh, we have the what, debut of
0: Schaefer the skater. A couple
2: of things there. Uh, the see how it skaters. works out. <laughs> Tampa Bay won the cup during the COVID year. Then nobody watched that whole entire series. But I know for a fact that when they play at home in Florida no one will watch that as well because hockey does nobody cares about NHL hockey in Florida even if it's for a defending champ and also a point i've brought up on this podcast before now that we're in the final four when it comes to the NHL teams these teams have not played each other all season all season they've only played in their division so Tampa Bay got to beat up Carolina and Florida Good for them. Those teams stunk. New York Islanders walked through Sidney Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins and Patrice Bergeron and my Boston Bruins. I love my Bruins this year. They couldn't do it. They were built to succeed. This Islanders team has exactly what you want. in young guys that can score goals and are faster than the other team, those gritty guys like Travis Zajac who have been there before and are ready to do what it takes, including shoulder my defender after the whistle and get him knocked out of the period where they score the winning goal in, doesn't matter. New York Islanders are going to not only win this series, they're going to be in the Stanley Cup. New York Islanders plus 200 to win the series was a broad A5 bet that I was going to give out before I decided to do all Euro matches. The New York Islanders are a threat to win this Stanley Cup, and the Tampa Bay Lightning do not know the bear that is coming to them in this series. I am cross-firing you on this. A six-pack of beer on that series, Drew.
0: Great. I was going to say, send me a Venmo, and if they win, I'll double your money right now. Anything you want, I'll double it. I mean, come on. I don't care if it's Travis Sajak or Travis Burke. The New York Islanders are not beating the Tampa Bay Lightning. And if you watch that game six against the Bruins, you heard the Coliseum rock I have a source, Tony. I have a source, okay? I might have messaged him on Twitter, a hockey guy. I said, what do you think about the Lightning? He said, take him to win it all. They're going away with it. Vegas Avalanche are going to beat each other up on the other side. And I get you. Don't think I knew. You don't think I know that these teams didn't play each other. No, I did not. But thanks for telling me. It has not changed my opinion. <laughs> they Tampa don't Bay know Lightning what's
2: coming. Islanders side. all the way. This is the, this is the easiest money I've ever made.
0: It's
1: Schaefer the skater versus Tony Top Shelf. Let's the easiest get money ready to I've gamble.
2: ever made. That is it. For the West Coast Gamblers, for Schaefer the Skater, my name is Tony Top Shelf, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. We are the West Coast Gamblers, the best podcast this side of the Mississippi and the only gambling podcast that makes you money. A proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. It is time to watch some football. It is time to watch some golf. I can't wait for our U.S. Open show on Monday morning. I'm excited for it. Drew, you have a chance to give out golf bets that our listeners can actually play. It's an exciting time to be a West Coast Gambler. And that is it for the show. Anything to say before we we sign off
0: boys
1: no (laughs) oh man he's mad because you're right
0: that's it Dove c um, to the g G. west coast gamblers